Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great guest. He's a repeat guest. He's been on the show several times. He's none other than Mr. George Ross. George was a senior executive within the Trump Organization for many, many years, having worked for Donald for close to 47 years. He's the author of two best-selling books on real estate and negotiation. He taught at the law school at NYU for over 20 years, in business for over 60 years, and at 92 years of age, one of the sharpest men I know. All the way from Long Island, New York, welcome to the show, George Ross. Good. Good to be here, all things considered. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, George, we've got, you know, right now about 31 million people collecting unemployment benefits in the U.S. We've got the federal lawmakers debating on whether to continue the stimulus money, and if so, in what form. We have literally thousands of properties where tenants have stopped paying rent. And more importantly, I've spoken to investors uh, who have purchased properties where you know, they've, they've got properties occupied, they can't evict, and they can't seem to collect rent. We've got bridge loans that are um, covering the purchase of these properties that are not covered by the moratorium on foreclosures. And this story is repeating itself all over the country, not only in residential, but in commercial, where the situation is even a lot worse. I know my own commercial property, my rent collection is at about 50%, and I've talked with several folks where their rent collection is in the 5% range. And seems like there's a looming bloodbath, but on the surface, government's telling us everything's just fine. Well, I don't know they're telling everything's just fine. Okay. And everything will work out. There's a big difference. True, true. So what's your perspective? If you own commercial property today, be it office or retail, what would you be doing right now? Is there anything you can do right now to protect yourself or protect your business from bankruptcy? You've got to speak to, this is, this is a trickle-down effect. Uh, and you have to, landlords have to understand it's a trickle-down effect that uh, if the tenants can't legitimately pay, they're not going to pay. It's, you'll have to work out something. Like you, when you say you can't evict them, eventually you will be able to, but not evict. It's a question of how they're going to be treated in the courts. And I think the courts are going to be very lenient. So the best thing you can do with is like you would do with any uh, situation where there is a downturn and the tenants plead poverty or they can't do it, work out some kind of a deal, work it out over a period of time. I wouldn't go for, go push out for vacant space. You just have to be uh, lenient and you work to your, to your bank as it goes up the line. If you can't pay, uh, if your tenants can't pay you, you can't pay your bank and you, can, you can't pay the, you pay the mortgage or whatever. You'll have to talk to the bank and say, look, I can't do it. We'll work it out. And I think you're going to find they will. Everybody's going to have to uh, pull in the belt a little bit and figure out how do we handle it. I think in the long run, it'll be fine. In the short run, where the short shortage of money, you got a problem. What advice would you have for those that are getting a you know saber rattling from their landlords or saber rattling from their lenders? Again, again, I don't care who rented the saber. I don't think the landlords are going to be able to do anything. I don't think the courts will permit it. So I my my feeling would be you just uh, just sit there, pay what you can. And try to work something out, but I wouldn't be terrified that you're going to end up uh, that you're going to end up evicted. And it, that's the answer. Is why, why would you want to end up evicted? Then you got a vacant space. Why would a landlord want to do that? Better to keep a tenant that's paying something or can or has been there before than to than to try to throw them out and uh, end up with the space that you keep that you're not going to be able to rent until something settles down in this COVID. So uh, it's it's a it's a difficult situation for sure. 
but I think uh, you just have to go have to go with it. And I wouldn't worry about it. it, 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 it well, I say I wouldn't worry. If I were a tenant, I wouldn't worry about not paying the rent. And if I were a landlord, I wouldn't worry about not collecting the rent. Well, and what about on the commercial side? I mean, you know, the moratorium on evictions, the moratorium on foreclosures is predominant. It's going to be there. You're going to have to, you know, this is a, a situation which is totally unforeseen and the parties will have to try to work it out. The one big difference, the one big difference is this was not caused by an economic downturn. Right. All right. This was caused by an act of the COVID, whatever you want, but something that was totally unforeseen. And in the event that it's ultimately taken under control, which I think it will be, uh, then you'll just then things will get back to some sense of where they were before. So you'll have a situation where you have to accept less money from a tenant or say, pay me out over a period of time. And work in, everybody should work in good faith to try to, uh, to get back to some degree of normalcy. I certainly wouldn't go for evictions. And if, the, uh, if a tenant can't pay the rent, so be it. That's, but I doubt it. If they're just uh, saying, I can't pay the rent because I'm not operating, give me a chance to operate, I would say give them a chance to operate. This is a, a situation you just have to uh, work through it. There's, there's no norm. This isn't, this isn't a question that the tenants uh, basically – can't say everything is bad and I can't pay. This is a situation I got to leave where we have a, a virus and I, I can't pay now because my I can't my business is not there. So you have to wait for the business to get there and some some stability that takes place as a result of the the virus. And I can't tell you when or how, but I do I think it will? Yes, yes. I think if there is one lining or good good thing about the virus then I would say that it is not as lethal as it could be. Right. And so a tremendous number of people know, may have it, don't know that they have it because they're asymptomatic. So they don't, ha- they don't get it uh, or they don't understand, they don't feel that they have it. There's nothing that serious. And if they do get it, unless you're in a, a group which is a, in a, has a disabilities of some sort or age, it's not going to, it's not that lethal. It really isn't. So it's, it, yeah, it's, it's debilitating, but not that lethal. Of, of, I mean, I don't want to dismiss the fact that a lot of people are dying. Sure. Yeah. But hey, a lot of people die, die from, uh, from all other, other illnesses, but it's just, you can't pin it down as much as you can to this, to this particular uh, virus. I do think that they will have a vaccine eventually. I don't know when, but meanwhile, they have some pretty good therapeutics. A lot of most people going in and going in at the very going in are not in the hospitals are not in such critical condition. They're more than what were expected, and it may it, it certainly puts a strain on the health facilities. But when you look at the end result, it's not uh, you know if you can look at it and say, well, yeah, it's terrible, but and I think that's where you are. It's a forced downturn. It's not legitimate. It's not a legitimate business cycle. Right. Everybody's going to have to work with it. So my advice to you, if you're a tenant, you got a problem with your landlord, don't pay the rent. Well, pay him what you can. And he'll probably say, okay. He'll say, look, I can't pay you now. How about if I, if I pay it, I'll give you as much as I can or half or 50, whatever is available. Will there be some uh, more subsidies that are coming from the government? Yes. The government is going to have to, the federal government is going to have to come in and do something like they did before, more stimulus. No question about that. 
Should they do as much as they did before? I don't know. There's a lot of people making more money when they don't work than when they did work. That's absolutely true. I mean, some of what we're seeing is certainly breeding dependence uh, within the population. People would rather collect an unemployment check than go to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's also uh, uh, a lot of it has to do with this, this so much that's totally unknown. I mean, realistically, you, you can test. Suppose that effectively I went and I'm, I have no feeling of symptoms. I don't know if I got it or didn't get it. But I have um, no symptoms of having it, and hopefully uh, you or the people who are listening in don't have it either. But if you if you went in and you have a test, and the test shows negative, yeah, tomorrow it could be positive. Right. And the, the the big holdup or the problem that I see, one of the biggest problems is the fact that it takes so long to get the test results. And now if you get, if you get a test, you take a test, it shows up. It takes you a week to find out that you're negative or positive. Now, what happens if you find out that you were, that you were positive? Well, in that week, you could have infected a whole bunch of other people. And what happens if it shows you negative? Then take it again tomorrow. You're liable to be positive. It's, it's so indecis- indecisive, indiscriminate, that you can't, uh, you would just have to say, let's, let's see what happens and uh, hope it'll work out. Eventually, I think it will. Uh, as to when, I don't know. And in the, med- in the middle time right now, going to be a very scary situation. Yeah, certainly it's a source of tremendous amount of stress, uh, no doubt for for tenants, for landlords, for investors. How about parents with children? Absolutely. When you go back to schools, you're not going back to schools. And it, all of the industries which are which either didn't aren't uh, can't haven't come back yet or may not come back for a while because they're they demand uh, mass participation. Sports, restaurants, all of Sure. Who knows? I don't know the answer to that one. I don't know anybody else does either. Yeah, absolutely. But having said that, if you have some landlords, some people with property that are getting and they're getting very skittish, it could it could be a very good time to buy. Is it a good time yet, or is it too soon? It's. it's I'm. I'm not saying right now. Okay. But I'm saying as you see how things develop. But as the, there, there's as things develop, there may be a number of them that panic. The panic as, as to what's happening in the marketplace. Panic is good for the for the speculator at this who wants to come in, because this is not some this is not universal. You don't have a downturn which is caused by economic situations. It's not. This is not everybody's bad, or they or you're not going to have service companies, or they're not going to be able to sell product. It's just that they were forced. To take to do something different by uh, an act of we call it an act of God or call it an act call it what you like, but the end result will be when the smoke clears and it will clear. Don't know when, but when the smoke clears, I think you're going to find a tremendous resurgence because everybody that was out is going to try, going to come back, and there'll be people that'll do it as long as uh, it, 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 there's no there's no change which makes it impossible to do. But businesses were all right. A lot of businesses are still still doing. They figured a way to work out. They're not doing bad. That uh, I know, for example, a lot of most of the stores are open in one form or another. Yeah, they don't have the customers, and uh, and they're not. But say the attendance is way down. But nevertheless, it's not a question that they have. There's such a downturn that they can't make out when the market when things change that people can go there and get some sense of normalcy. Now, we seem However, to, 
we seem to be in a little bit of a dichotomy as far as the real estate markets are concerned because, and of course, I know real estate is always is hyper local, but right across the nation, we're seeing many cases where there's very low inventory. There's a lot of demand now surfacing. Yeah, you know, even in my own home market, house a block away from me. Uh, because the inventory is so low, sold in one day, 13 offers, 100,000 over asking. Yeah. And yeah. that story is repeating itself all over the nation. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, what's, what's, that, that's ab- absolutely true. But then again, it depends on the nature of the real estate that we're talking about. I think you'll have a greater impact on uh, commercial. Commercial, this is, this is different than you have. People always have to have a place to live. So no question. That, uh, so eventually, whatever is residential will either come back soon or it'll come back later, but it will come back because there's always a need for it. However, commercial is a different story, especially because of the uh, the fact that so much is done now online and the internet. So you don't need the, the space anymore. And I mean, there are offices. You don't, need a, you don't need a big office. You don't need it. You can do it the same way we're doing it now. Absolutely. On this call, you couldn't do that before. We're, doing, yeah, we're, we're, we're talking face-to-face, and whoever's on the on the call gets the opportunity to see somebody fa- ask questions and, and get answers without being in, a, in an area where you can do it face-to-face. Whole different. So my thought would be, certainly for all the people and everyone that's a bit, that listens to this, is get in, get in line with the technology. There's so much that's around there and so, so, so good. You learn how to do it. You can do it. I had a, a recent situation where I was a like a, a mentor involving on a different call. And on the call, on the Zoom, was also a Zoom. There were 395 members, 395 people in the way were, were listening. It's unusual. That's, how, how can you do that? One call, one situation. My assessment, or basically my comment would be, or my advice, call it advice is now, is if you got real estate, hold on to it. If uh, I think the market changed, if you have commercial real estate, be a little careful as how you're going to handle it. Because you, if somebody goes out, you're going to have a problem refilling the space at the same rent. And if you happen to own it, own, own the space without any, and it becomes vacant, you're going to figure it's going to take you a long to a while, if not a long time within which to, re- to lease it, because the market just won't be there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. All right. I love George's perspective. Here's someone who's seen many economic cycles, many economic downturns. He witnessed a world war, and he even would have been a young boy during the Great Depression. As you think about what George had to say, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.